Welcome to Botter's News Podcast. This podcast is all about staying ahead of the curve through the implementation of personalized one-on-one conversations with your audience. We focus on designing personas, the conversations they are having, and the technology that is enabling the dialogue. Here are your hosts, Hans and Jerome. Hi, everyone. Uh, thanks for tuning in to the podcast of this week. We are very privileged because today we have Obaid Ahmed from Botmark founder uh, joining us. Uh, hi, Obaid. Thanks for joining uh, the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, great uh, Great that you're, uh, you're here. Uh, just to start off, so uh, in case uh, people don't know you yet, uh, could you uh, tell a little bit more about yourself and about uh, how you... Uh, dived into uh, the bots and uh, and conversation design because that's definitely your specialty uh, talking before. Absolutely. So my name is, again, Zubayda. I'm the founder and CEO of Botmark. And uh, a little bit about Botmark, we are a design and prototyping tool for conversational interfaces. So whether you're building a text chatbot or a voice interface or a multimodal uh, or interface for your cars, Anywhere where there's conversation happening, you can design, prototype them, and test them using Botmark. And uh, we really got into this because in three and a half years ago, I was running a design agency, and we started getting some requests of building chatbots for our customer. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we, we really struggled in terms of coming with a nice process that can streamline from going from an idea to concept validation to hand over to our developers. And uh, we thought that we should make something about it. And we, we tried to solve our own itch and out came a botmark. Right, yeah, yeah. When we talked, you also mentioned clearly that there is like a, a handover. You just mentioned that as well, handover mm-hmm. from, from conversation design experts to the technology people that have to implement that. Could you iterate a little bit more on, on that frictions that larger teams, which you mentioned in enterprises face? Absolutely. So um, one of the things that we sort of, as a design principle, we learned from my background building web and mobile apps is that there is a separation of the process that designers go through and a design process goes through and how the development process happens. So when we were thinking about conversational experiences, interfaces, we found that a lot of these designers were actually living in the developer's world or they were living in a very simplistic Excel sheets and other places and then handing that over to developers and then there was no easy way to figure out what was developed, was working or not and was there a design requirement around it that was missed? Um, so what we have done is we've abstracted them both out again, and where the designers are working in Botmark can be leveraged by development teams through our APIs, essentially. So our developer handover process is a very transparent process. Uh, instead of us trying to come up with an export for you that automatically generates the agent for you, let's say in Dataflow or Watson or anywhere else, we give you a transformer that takes a JSON output from the design document and then transforms that into whatever agent that you're building, whatever technology stack you're using. So it really opens up worlds for both of them so the designers don't have to worry about the complexity of implementation Mm -hmm. and the implementers don't have to worry about the simplicity or the assumptions in the design stage and they can both coexist together now. 
Right, right. So you mentioned already uh, um, IBM Watson and, and dialogue flow. So, so with which platforms like bot platforms do you then integrate? Because do you have standard integrations with, or is that not really a mandatory to have a standard integration? You can do that with the JSON anyway. Yeah, so essentially that's correct. I mean, we have a JSON output, so any platform that has a API that we can plug into and sort of import into that platform, we can sort of create an exporter for that. But mm-hmm. right now we do support platforms like uh, Google Dialogflow, IBM Watson, Raza, uh, Jovo. We support um, Microsoft Bot Framework, Luis, Alexa Skills Kit, Amazon Lex, and Amazon Connect. Right, um, right. These are just a few that we have built in last year and a half. Right. Cool. 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 So, so could you, in the formula, we we, we in the bot implementation formula, we talk a lot about first the discovery, right, to really um, investigate uh, like what what is really the purpose of a project. Could you share a little bit, like like not not in detail because that that you might not be able to share, but but just from from a very interesting project that uh, that was from a larger side and from an enterprise side because you say that also a lot of enterprises use it that that is worth interesting to share like what would be the purpose of of that that bot project and and how they did use them in the next step in the design but let's first go into discovery then then bot mark to make it happen so first search around the discovery the purpose of a project yeah so you know uh, a typical I, i'll keep the the client anonymous here but no no absolutely um, yeah, sure, so, sure 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 <laughs> What typically happens is that um, in, a, in a team, somebody says, oh, well, let's build a chatbot. And, and I'll take customer service as a great exact starting point because I think we can all imagine a customer service bot right now. So, Especially these days. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, imagine your, your, your team and you, your boss comes in and says, hey, we should build a chatbot. And you're like, okay, but what would the chatbot do? And they're like, I don't know, like, you know, the five top five things that comes into marketing guys ahead or the top five thing that comes into the support person's head and they're like, okay, let's do those use cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, what they're really doing is they, they, they have to go back into their roots and say, okay, what is the exploration exercise going to look like? And it may start on a simple whiteboard or it may start from things like, you know, your archive of data that you're already sitting on, mm-hmm. things like customer chats, customer logs, what kind of support queries are you getting? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do keyword analysis and a bunch of things to get some sort of uh, hierarchy of uh, of content uh, bubbles as we call them like they they could be around a product that you have they could be around a particular sort of feature that your product has or mm-hmm. uh, vice versa and, and what you can then do is say okay if we were to solve that particular problem so let's say returns is a big problem and you get a lot of inquiries about that in, in your organization then you can build a chatbot to automate that those those use cases but that's where a lot of exploration from a design perspective is needed, which is what sort of problem are we going to solve in a chatbot, using a chatbot in that domain of returns? Not mm-hmm. everything can be done with a chatbot. Sure. Um, yeah. So it's like not everything can be done with a mobile app or web app. So you have to balance it out. So you can start mapping those sort of scenarios and user stories out and say, okay, are this, this the depth of solution that we need? Mm-hmm. And and that's where a lot of our customers use honestly use Botmark for. It allows you to quickly iterate over thousands of ideas um, and and pick the ones that you actually want to solve further and deeper. And then mm-hmm. you can go to the second layer of it and say, okay, if we if we're committed to these five solutions, then how else, how deep can we make them, and how much more engaging can we make them? Right. Um, 
And that starts giving you a, a sense of uh, uh, a direction for your chatbot, right? Because eventually your chatbot will do a lot of things, but you need to start from somewhere. Right, yeah. So, so what you're saying is really do an analysis, for example, in customer service on, on the activity and the conversations that you're currently having uh, with email, with chat, with, with, with anything, and then extract basically the most important high-level aspects that often happen, right? Like returns. Is, is that, is that mm-hmm. what you yeah, okay. yeah, that's great. Uh, that's yeah, yeah. So, so, so the next phase that we're having is, of course, design. You already um, focused a little bit on that related design. We always say, like, you have high-level design. You also said detailed explorations, like detailed design. So how would that then work uh, just to, to, to get a little bit of a feel in, 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 in Botmark, right? Sometimes we also train uh, around uh, spreadsheets. And that you put it in the spreadsheet, but uh, yeah, of course we chatted about and looked at it, and, and it's more detailed. Could you share a little bit on how then these detailed, or what we call micro conversations, you can do then in Botmark? How that exercise would happen? Absolutely. So we we are a big believer of visualization. So with Botmark, it's not just a uh, a replacement of your Visio or Lucid chart kind of like domain diagrams, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, because those are those as detailed as they can be, your content still lives outside of it, and they, then the content starts living in Excel files. Mm-hmm. The problem with a lot of the other approaches was that it was flat in terms of uh, understanding the this sort of like the UI. Your, your content is your UI, right? So right. Yeah. How yeah. does it look like? How does it sound like? What does it? What is the user interacting with? Is that piece of content? So we visualize it for you. So at every step, you say, you know, I need to show a carousel, and we'll render a carousel for you, which mm-hmm. you can customize with your content. If you want to show buttons or quick replies, we'll show you those in the content that you have. And what our customers really like about it is that it starts giving you that very early design feedback, even as a writer, as a content writer, say, I can do better than this, and I'm, I can rewrite this to look better in this format, right. because that's what my customer is going to see at the end of the day. And am I being clear about the options that I'm presenting or the question that I'm presenting or the answer that I'm presenting? Um, you know, is it too much information? And a typical example is, you know, if somebody is designing an Alexa skill, uh, which is opens up a whole different problem set of voice experiences, because mm-hmm. now you right. can hear right. it but not read right. it. Yeah, yeah, voice uh, is a little bit more difficult. I agree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. So yeah. with our tool, you can actually write the content, hit play right there, and get a preview of exactly how that would sound on Alexa. Right. Well, and a lot of designers would look at that and say, yeah, I, I should cut this down because this is too long. Like I, If you're telling your own, in your own prototype, if you are skipping or you're stopping in the middle or you're saying to Alexa, stop, because it's just rambling on, then imagine your customers because you probably have a little bit more you know, affection towards your own bot. Right. They don't. So... And same thing happens on text. We have seen customers who imported their content from CMSs or Excel files and all these places, mm-hmm. and they look at the, the map, and it's like three-paragraph long content, like really, really long content. And uh, yeah, and most yeah. conversations happen on a mobile phone. So they are small screens. The real estate is prime, right. and you want to make sure you get your point across quickly. So, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, good, good, good point. Yeah, yeah. We of course teach as well in our in our foundation courses uh, around conversation design that it needs to be short, it needs to be engaging. We also say, and we have a template for that, which is definitely not not up to par. And I agree with you that that the tool is much better, but that at least that you can start with, at least in your Excel when you go into a platform, a chatbot platform. Don't do it in there, but first test it out in your design phase, uh, which which makes sense. But indeed, then you can only practice it. What we always say with back to back and and test the conversation but yeah what you're saying is is absolutely true when you use uh, botmark you can also see how it really engages and if it's too long if it's too short if it goes too quick all that sort of stuff that that's also what you then experience from a ui perspective is that is that correct is that the good um also absolutely um, yeah. yeah so yeah. we're not what we were trying to tell our customers that you know you will you have a journey to create your designs and prototypes and and the it starts from very basic design concepts and you know you're putting together very simple happy paths golden paths and then you get into the complicated stuff and then you even get even more complicated with interaction models um and 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 certainly there's the, we we cater to all sort of steps at the right time mm-hmm. so uh, ultimately what ends up happening is that um you are always you have everything on one canvas if you will, right? So mm-hmm. your team is looking at one piece of information, one document saying, okay, this is how the content looks like. This is what the interaction model is. This is how it's going to actually interact with each other. This is how the user interaction is going to happen. That's what we are building. So right. um, that can certainly be done with multiple different tools, mm-hmm. but uh, having a single source of truth is, uh, is actually a pretty neat thing. Right. Yeah. It helps a lot. Single source of conversation truth, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool, Absolutely. cool. Uh, so um, uh, related to, to, to conversation design, do, do you have some like, like three good tips for our audience on, on really what to look at when they really start what we say call uh, micro-conversation, when you really go into the nitty-gritty details and, and write down really the small uh, nitty-gritty stuff? Um, do you have some tips there that you have experienced uh, that a lot of your clients do with uh, with Botmark? Yeah, um, quite a bit, quite a few of them actually. We we do a, a, a sort of a internal document that we share with most of our customers in during training, onboarding training is the ten tips to design conversations. Oh, cool. And the number yeah. one thing I tell them is, you know, you have to be very clear about the persona of your own bot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is are you going to mimic a human? Are you going to mimic a bot? You have to make a decision. Is it a male, female? Is it going to be funny or not? Like mm-hmm. you have to come up with those decisions very quickly because that's going to be a guiding principle for your content writers, for your interaction models, and everything else. Right. And you know how much, um, how much of a, of a, the diversions the user will actually be expecting. Mm-hmm. The other thing I tell them is that you know you have to decide from a a one use case that your users onboarding will be focused on, mm-hmm. um, and I think a lot of bots miss this part where the designers look at bots as this. It's tempting to offer everything under the sun as a bot option, mm-hmm. so you start a conversation and you start seeing all sort of options flying towards you, uh, but you have to think about it from a user's perspective is that they have an intention before they start a conversation with you. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. when Especially I call in you, the I mind, already right? have it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like if I email you or if I call you, I actually have an intention. Mm-hmm. So 
uh, and very very rarely we just randomly call somebody and start talking to them right and even then we have an intention of being a random conversation so mm-hmm. even then there's a context around it but that it's 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 a dating process so your your user is starting conversation it's a relationship you have to wow them as fast as possible to show them the value of your bot so if mm-hmm. you're a travel booking bot or a travel search site bot then they pick a use case that your first time user will look want to sort of achieve quickly mm-hmm. so if you give them an option of you know do you like to search for hotels and flights or vacation packages it's too much information they're like i don't know what i want to do right now like i know what you can do but i don't know what i want to do right. so you got to like have that little bit of a a dance of onboarding mm-hmm. um and so that's like one of the best things you can do in terms of creating that long term engagement and relationship um and over time you can teach them and the last thing i would say is around error handling mm-hmm. um actually we like to think of it as a different thing it's like every error is a possibility of a conversation relationship development oh, so cool. yeah, when yeah, things yeah, go right. wrong mm-hmm. um don't just say sorry i can't help you and that's it um that's your chance of actually figuring out what is it that you the user is really trying to do maybe there's another way they can ask you that question so educate them mm-hmm. um and and we have seen some use cases where the designs have used it extremely well where you know you're searching for something and or you're looking for something and the bot is not able to answer but then it throws you some hints around and says okay i didn't get the product that you were searching for but i think you're looking for maybe one of these three products right yeah yeah and so just it's better others. than giving yeah. them a wrong answer mhm and right. um i mean from a technical perspective you may have you know the user asks something and you have three possible intents that have matched mm-hmm. so as a designer you look at that and say okay i want to qualify more so i'm going to give them some sort of option to say do you mean any of these three intents right now mm-hmm. um and then the user will be like oh yeah i i want travel search or i want hotel search and that's okay and then now you're like okay i can help you with that because i'm pretty good at doing that part right uh, once I, once you have a little bit more information you can get better but from a user's perspective that was not an error that was mm. just another question right. to get to where they needed to um so yeah those are yeah, so so what you're I, saying is in conversation design which is which is very neat is 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 propose or ask them if if there are any other intents not intents not too many when there is a question that the bot uh, doesn't uh yeah is not be able to to answer yet or doesn't understand right that's 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 what Absolutely. you're saying you can at least Absolutely. ask them and saying yeah. hey might you um n- need this or might you need uh, do you do you think you wanted to have this yeah yeah that, that that's yeah. A, that's a very good the, the the parallel example of that that i usually tell customers is that if you think about what google did with this whole did you mean idea mm-hmm. that they had yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so Uh, they are they're into a similar issue where people were searching and not finding any results mm-hmm. and that's bad for google right i mean yeah. if you if you're if you're on google that's the only job that they are sort of advertising yeah, at yeah, that point find something yeah yeah um find something and all of a sudden they're like whatever you search for we have zero results for you so what they do is they basically ask tell you that did you mean this and even better than that what they the iteration of that was you asked us for x but we think you meant y right but if you didn't you can still course correct here but mm-hmm. we are still going to show you some results right. and but it was acknowledging that whatever you searched for was either misspelled 
Uh, we didn't get it, but we made a best guest effort for you. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, right. I think yeah. that same thing can happen on the chatbot side of right. things too. Uh, d- definitely, when you put that hat on to do it like that, that's uh, that's a great tip. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. We're gonna gonna try to practice that as well yeah that's a good one that's a good one yeah so so in the formula we have of course uh, the um, the discovery then uh, second we have the design and you already touched on uh, what we also say the the bot persona defined that first uh, then then we go into conversation design then of course the technology right so so in in your sense what uh, what is so uh, unique uh, then about Botmark and why you would set that up before you would jump into a, a bot platform? You already iterated a little bit on that, but perhaps you could also share a little bit on your vision of conversation design and, and a conversation design platform. Uh, perhaps I'm not naming it right, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. So um, the the biggest benefit is that is you get a single source of code. You actually understand exactly what you're going to end up building um, and more importantly, what sort of build tool would you need? So if your design end up, ends up being very simple use case where you can use tool X, which is maybe not a super fancy NLP engine behind the scenes and all that stuff around it, um, like you may, you, you may not need IBM Watson's power to run mm-hmm. your small bot um, or the first iteration of that bot. But you wouldn't know that if right. you started with Watson, because now you are started with a very complicated platform that is an amazing platform by itself, but for your use case, it's an overkill. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, uh, it's, it's like using Word for a, something, uh, using Excel for writing a letter. Mm-hmm. I think Excel is pretty good at what it does, but it's not there for writing a letter. But if you do your exercise earlier on and say, what exactly are we going to build? Uh, your development team will be able to come back and say, okay, we need to make right technology decisions based on the requirements that are now flushed out in front of us. Right. And a lot of customers think that they can do this by just a few whiteboarding exercises. But, you know, I mean, my experience with a lot of lot of these conversational agents has been that the more you do these design exercises, the more edge cases and more complex or simple cases you find. And you can run exercises to simplify and really refine your requirements document mm-hmm. so your developer knows exactly what it is and you can save a lot of time energy in development phase then right yeah yeah sure sure and 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 yeah when the platform is not the one that you want to continue with then you can at least uh, flip it a little bit around and and try another one just in case it's needed because as you're mentioning the single source of of your conversation truth uh, resides independently from your uh, bot platform. Uh, is, is, is that the right assumption? Absolutely. So right. uh, that's one of the best side effects of using BotMock mm-hmm. is that tomorrow if you decide, your engineering team decides that, hey, the complexity of the bot has gone up, we need to switch to platform like Watson or Dialogflow or anything like that. All you have to do is just export those same projects into those mm-hmm. platforms now. Yeah. Nothing changes from a design perspective and your development team doesn't need to redo the content or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's just... Uh, the migration is super easy too. Really cool, yeah, yeah. So, 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 looking at that, there are of course um, different types of platforms. Also, the do-it-yourself, where you have the flows in it, uh, stats in it, all that sort of stuff from a technology standpoint, and related to the type of of of, of customers that currently use Botmark. Is there a, a special 
uh, yeah, segment, so to speak, that um, that uh, that then uh, go to Botmark uh, to to for for help, or or is that quite broad? Um, it's quite broad in terms of verticals. So mm-hmm. we have companies from airlines to um, telecom companies to utility companies, healthcare, mm-hmm. you know, uh, brands using it. Um, we have some agencies using it as well. Okay. Um, right. we, we've designed the tool to be quite agnostic of what uh, the complexity of bot would be. So you mm-hmm. can you can cater to a lot of things. Um, and yeah, and it's it's quite a bit mixture. Of hey, and then and then related to then no vertical focus. So 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 that's good, especially currently in this business. But uh, then related to the use cases, you already mentioned a little bit of an example of customer service, which which we now of course also have a. Uh, the foundation uh, course about on how you can implement that and support that with the bot. But is there is there any use cases that jump out of that, or or is that also quite broad? Um, we we started with very basic tier one, tier two support kind of things. Okay. Um, yeah. But uh, now we're getting a, a wide variety of them, mm. and I think the confidence from a, from the designers and builders is coming together. I think mm-hmm. people are realizing that once you do the V1 of your bot, you start realizing that, hey, there's a lot of things I can do here. And, yeah, yeah, that's and true. The, yeah, yeah. Huh. the imagination starts running a little wild, but it's good to see that they're exploring those things and not going into development right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We always say that, like, don't jump into the technology, which we did as well, but that's the biggest yeah. pitfall. We also mentioned, like, uh, can immediately start going and rip your credit card or 30-day free trial with a bot platform, and then you start playing with it, and then just take your emails and then it becomes a nightmare, right? So when you first test the conversations and test it out and see how it works, that's a lot better. It saves you a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so um, almost uh, getting a little bit closer to the end, the, the 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 most funniest use case. I'm always interested in that, like like for from a bot perspective. Do you have an interesting example, perhaps in that area that you think like, hey, this is quite an interesting one that happened and how they used the bots for it. Yeah, but, I mean, we've been seeing some interesting use cases uh, around the, um, a lot of verticals and industries, but um, the best one, and I, I, I was traveling a lot last year for conferences and all that, and I think the best use case I found was the KLM bot. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. well designed, um, not overly chatty, which is mm. really good for a bot, and it's because it's really hard to become a very chatty bot, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but it delivered the brand value extremely well. And it started from a experience really started from booking a ticket on their website. And as soon as you end up, you know, finishing your booking and everything, they prompt you with this thing that, you know, we can connect with you on WhatsApp and update you on your booking, you know, your check-in times and all that. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I entered my phone number, I got one message saying, you know, just, this is us. We we are verified. Blah blah blah. This is your booking information. Instead of sending me emails, they are not sending me everything in, in a WhatsApp message. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the day of traveling, they were able to send me my boarding pass that I had checked in like mm-hmm. 24 hours ago, and two hours before my boarding or three hours before something like that, I had my boarding pass on my WhatsApp. I mm-hmm. could just scan, and then. This was my first time traveling to Amsterdam and then to Berlin. Mm-hmm. And then so when I landed in, uh, in Amsterdam, we, we were half an hour late. 
And when you are late in your connecting flights, the number one question you have in your head yeah. is, am I going to miss my connection? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Am I going to miss it or am I going right? to able to catch it? And, and, and is as, my luggage on, right? Because that's absolutely. the next step. Yeah. So as soon as we, I had network connectivity, I got a message from KLM saying that, hey, we noticed that your flight was late. Your next flight is still on time. You'll be able to catch it. And to help you, here is the map with literally the the path drawn from the gate that you landed Marvelous. and the gate you're going to take off from. Right. And I was sitting there and I was like, that is what literally the, the question I was going to ask the flight yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, a conversation uh, you want to have, right? Yeah, sure. Exactly. Yeah. It was like, it, it's yeah. relevant to me. It's not spam anymore. Um, and I literally replied back by saying, thanks, this is awesome. Yeah. And what did the bot say? <laughs> the bot was like, you're welcome. And I was like, that's awesome. Like, I knew it's a bot. It identified right, sure. itself as a bot. Um, and to me, that's a great example of how do you utilize the technology to deliver an experience that enhances mm. the brand overall and not focus too much about pushing content just because you have a channel available. Mm. Yeah, um, well, it, was there when, flight, uh, it was there when you needed help, right? That's important. Exactly. And, and kudos to them for not using that as a marketing channel because I still have not received any other update from them since my trip ended. That's good. Uh, on WhatsApp. Yeah. So um, yeah. it, it's a good private channel between me yeah. and the brand. And yeah. well, I, I'm pretty sure when the time is right, I will be chatting with them to book my next flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, great, great, great. So, hey, when uh, when people would start with uh, implementing, as we call, one-on-one conversations with bots, what 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 what, what would you, your ultimate first step or what would your advice be? for them to really take into account when they would start with chatbots? Yeah, it's, it's really a, uh, a planning and iterative process, right? So you plan a few different scenarios of mm -hmm. how your conversation can unfold. And I usually tell them, don't worry about edge cases, don't worry about small talk, don't worry about you know, telling a joke right now. It's, it's all about finding that first uh, use case and a happy path and then creating some variations of that happy path. Because uh, as you start writing the script down, uh, you start thinking about possibilities, you start thinking about better ways of improving that conversation flow, uh, really put yourself in a, in a customer's shoes and test it out, interact with your prototype um, as, as early as possible and as frequently as possible, because that will right. start giving you an idea that how painful is it to use it or not. Yeah. Right? Cool, cool, very good. So, of course, last but not least, uh, where uh, where can we find you and uh, where can our listeners find you and uh, how can we get in contact with you? What's your preferred channel, so to speak? Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at Obed, O-B-A-I-D, um, or you can tweet to Botmog, B-O-T-M-O-C-K, or you can just visit us at Botmog.com. Great. Well, uh, thanks so much for, uh, for all the insights. Much appreciated. Thanks for your time. And uh, for sure, we will uh, hook you up with uh, with our listeners so uh, so that they can get in contact with you. Thanks so much. Perfect. Thanks a lot. Thanks.